Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to Voices from the Bench. We are at episode 106. My name is Elvis. My name is Barbara. Once again, there's a six in the episode. That's my uh, lucky number. So hopefully things will turn around for me soon. <laughs> yeah, how lucky are you feeling today? Uh, I'm trying. Let's just say that. With a six, I'm luckier than I was. So not sure everybody's feeling too lucky right now. So talk to how are you? Well, today marks the beginning of the first time I've been out of work since I was 16 years old. Ugh. It's a strange feeling for sure. It's hard, you know, being out of work yeah. and it not being your fault or the company's fault or anybody's fault, but it's definitely an interesting feeling. Yeah. The lab is closed. Summer's talking about doing a skeleton crew, but even yeah. at that point, I don't even know if I would uh, participate in it just because of the risks. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. I've seen a lot of that on Facebook and other social media sites and, you know, just a lot of really sad people right now. But, you know, I'm going to stay positive and I know you are too. It's going to turn around. We're going to get back to work and we're going to be so busy. We're going to be thinking, damn, when the things were a little lighter and a little less crazy. But right now that seems far away, but I'm staying positive. Yeah, I can't wait for the day where we're all together at a dental meeting talking about this crazy time yeah how foreign it will seem to us once it's all over yeah so night dental at this point we furloughed mostly everybody we've got a small skeleton crew fortunately the ones that are there and we're doing implants and zirconia no smile designs are really coming in but to really hopefully not freak everybody out but it's just shocking that we got 50 itero scans in on friday and 30 traditional, so I'm not sure. That's crazy. Out there, whether they're genuinely all emergencies or we've got some, you know, docs that are just doing what they're doing, but it's keeping us going right now, even though it's a small crew, I'm just hoping for the best. And I miss all my employees. I miss all my team members. It's really weird driving into the parking lot and seeing absolutely not one car in there. And then I go around the back and I see about four or five. It's, uh, it's a shitty feeling. You can bleep me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's tough with the amount of people filing for unemployment in this country right now there's one thing for sure is we're not alone everyone's yep. going through this yeah everyone is affected and there's nothing anybody could have done about it yeah love you lots all our listeners we're with you yeah we're gonna get through this we're really trying Elvis and I to keep everybody abreast of everything that's going on. In fact, we're doing it, I think, probably every weekend until who knows when. And so just uh, make sure you stay tuned in because we're trying to keep you on the cusp of any information and all information that we can get out to everybody. Yeah, we are joined once again with Bennett Napier from the NADL to, of course, update us on all things dental laboratories and the COVID-19. A lot of this conversation is about loans offered to small businesses from the Small Business Association. It's important stuff that all of us need to understand, even if you're not an owner. Yeah. And because this information changes on a daily basis, every time I get a notification that there's some governor or president talking, crazy. <laughs> we wanted to let you know that we recorded this on Saturday, April 4th in the afternoon. So if any new information comes out after that, you'll understand when we did this. So join us for another update from Bennett.
So we are joined once again by Bennett Napier from the NADL to update us on dental laboratory and COVID-19. How are you today, sir? Doing okay. Doing okay. We're taping this on a Saturday, obviously. So, yeah. Uh, well, I guess, unfortunately, some of us aren't working Monday through Friday either, but um, so all the days blend together. But um, <laughs> you know, for, uh, for the association, um, you know, we're definitely working, trying to help members as much as we can and non-members just to continue to help be a resource to them and, uh, you know, provide guidance in terms of other resources that might be available for their specific needs. So appreciate you continuing to do this as this pandemic continues after week after week. I think we're all hoping, obviously, that um, curve comes and you know sooner rather than later. We're all waiting on that for sure. So absolutely. Some things to update from last week's uh, conversation, which we're grateful for you doing this. You guys have been doing a great job as you always have getting out information. So nice. a few things I think are relevant just, you know, in the last five to seven days, if you will, since the last uh, episode, certainly association wise, gotten a lot of questions relative to at least one of the key SBA loan options with the CARES Act, which is the Paycheck Protection Program. And just, I would say a few things, you know, I'm, I'm not a CPA, I'm not a lawyer, um, which is probably a good thing. But, um, <laughs> you know, what I would share with you is we as NADL have been interacting with our peers that, you know, run the CPA associations, as well as people that work for the banking associations. You know, even for them, it's been a moving target in terms of that program. I think Bank of America, I'm not sure anything that yet probably people haven't heard on the news already. I think Bank of America was one of the biggest first banks that was able to get their system launched on April 3rd with some of their customers, effectively banks that are qualified to participate in that program have to opt into it. And those that have opted into it uh, effectively, you know, which I know has caused some frustration with some people just watching social media, is those banks that are qualified and choosing to participate in that program as far as the being the lenders, if you will, they're obviously effectively providing access to those loan applications to their customers that they already had established business relationships with already mm -hmm. because you know obviously it's going to be a groundswell of people who would like to access and apply for the program so they're effectively tackling their customer base first and then people maybe that did not have a customer relationship with previous to two or three weeks ago not to say that those other people will not be able to get in line, but yeah. they're going to be waiting a little while till they get their primary customers. Because even though when you, you make the application, even some of the biggest banks still haven't been able to launch their electronic applications yet. It's down to a four-page application. You know, So you can look at the paper application. We've got a link to that on our website at nadl.org uh, news page. We have actually also uploaded the most up-to-date SBA interim rule on the program is light reading, if you will, but just to give you context of how things are changing. So the rule that got posted on Thursday was about 37, 38 pages. Then overnight, SBA working with the banks and the treasury changed the rule. Now it's a 31 page document. So, Ugh. you know, my point is there's people are frustrated clearly and understandably so, but just the key is just keep looking back at the different links that we've posted and certainly the SBA.gov resource links to look for updated information. So that's important for people to look at. So one of the things that I really appreciate and love about the NADL and our podcast is that we're getting out to so many people and so many technicians and companies that connect actually go on the NADL.org site and get a hold of these links and be able to download. I just want to say thank you to the NADL and your whole team 
for keeping everything updated and taking all the phone calls that you've been taking for members, non-members, you know, it's non-discriminatory. And I think you guys have done an amazing job. So I just wanted to acknowledge that real quickly. I appreciate it. I mean, there's a couple of footnotes that I would continue to talk about that particular program, the PPP program. There are some lab owners that are trying to fill out the, uh, the payroll spreadsheets on their own. Not saying it can't be done, but it's, uh, it's, you know, it, it's not easy because uh, there's a lot of different elements of how you prepare the information once you do the electronic application and you have to upload additional information to the banks because they'll have an approval process and underwriters that review those loan applications. I would share, if people haven't done it already, to some extent, the good news is some of the, the major payroll companies, if labs are using payroll companies like ADP and other companies like that, a lot of the big payroll companies have updated their reports that you can download specifically for this loan application. So they've acted fairly quickly to at least make it a little bit easier. Still not easy, but it definitely makes it somewhat easier, you know, that they've already kind of created a, you know, effectively a PPP a loan application package report in their own software system. So just if people haven't already looked at that yet as a potential option, if they're trying to wing it and do themselves, especially if they've got a payroll company, I would encourage them to look at that as a resource because that definitely can save some time and headache as you prepare stuff to submit to the banks. Thank you. A couple other things, obviously we're not, this isn't you know sponsorship commercial by any means, but I think it's just important to share. There are a number of companies out there on their own accord, you know, meaning our strategic vendor partners in the market, in the laboratory community. There's definitely quite a few that have launched free online learning like Argon and Whitmix and others. And then certainly on the webinar front in terms of kind of like specifically focused on kind of business issues, you know, Evident did one I know last week. I know Avaclar of Evident's doing a panel presentation webinar on Thursday of next week. I know Zan's going to do several in the next couple of weeks relative to different panelists uh, and really focusing on how labs are coping with COVID-19 in terms of, you know, what's happened thus far, what's happened with their workforces, what does life look like post-COVID with their customer base. Certainly Kelly Carr with LMT, they've been doing a good job putting stuff out there in terms of resources as well. You know, so the, you know, I think the good news is, you know, a lot of people are getting on the bandwagon to at least as much as possible, like Barb, like you said, the more people that are pushing information and commentary that's hopefully, you know, vetted, if you will, is helpful because, you know, yeah, it's sure. the more people have ability to understand what's available in terms of resources and, and also know that they're not alone and hear, you know, what, how others are dealing with what's going on and affecting all of us. And we can all learn and share from each other. So along those lines, you know, just in the midst of all the chaos and, you know, economic impact to us as a community already, labs, as, as we've all seen on social media, a lot of labs have started to get involved in supporting the healthcare supply chain, 3D printing, of, uh, you know, personal protective equipment. Yep. We've gotten a lot of questions. SafeLinks Consulting's got a lot of questions in the last week on what do they need to do in terms of potentially what are some of the FDA compliance elements that might come with that. I mean, the good news is labs locally in some cases have gotten some good you know, media coverage about what they're doing, which is fantastic to just show how quickly our creative workforce and owners have been able to, to pivot and you know, kind of use the technology we have to for a broader purpose, which is fantastic. Yeah, there are, unfortunately, as there always are, in some cases, regulatory elements that need to be considered. So NADL on Wednesday of this coming week will be hosting an, another webinar, our Wednesday webinar 
uh, on April 8th with SafeLink uh, will be participating with us, really just talking about kind of business considerations as labs are either doing it or considering, you know, printing face masks, respirators, nasal swabs. What are the different business considerations, especially if they're a lab that's not already doing something that already required them to register with FDA, you know, kind of talk through that process. So we've gotten a lot of calls about that. So our goal is to at least help them walk through the question and answer based on the types of devices that they might be potentially considering printing and then, you know, talk through some of the compliance elements, whether it's labeling issues, are they sending certain things to a centralized manufacturing facility based on... I was going to ask you that. Are they? Excuse me for interrupting you, but I've seen a lot of people on Facebook that are doing that. Do you know how they're doing that? Are they just delivering them to the hospitals or is it some sort of organized effort? I know a lot of them are carbon printers, Yeah, um, which I'm not pushing for carbon, but I think it's been amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've seen certainly Form Labs and Envision Tech also pushing it out there as well. Um, Mm -hmm. to name a couple, just at least the ones I've seen. So, I mean, I think, Barb, to answer your question, I I think it's a little bit of both, you know, depending on who they're partnering with in terms of the, you know, the printing technology. I think that's our biggest issue from a webinar standpoint is it's no different than the FDA things we've NADL's covered in the past in the sense of it kind of comes down to what's the class of device that you're making? Are you working with, you know, is it 510K cleared? based on the partner that you're working with for that particular purpose and for your particular setting. We just want to help people walk through those questions so that they're making an informed decision. I mean, clearly, in an ideal world, everybody in our community that has a printer could just, you know, flip the switch and say, let's go do this to help help mankind. But we also just want to make sure people um, are cognizant of any potential compliance issues that might come with that. And you know, our goal is just to share the information and help people make informed decisions as they're, you know, walking through this. Sounds great. Thanks. It's a good thing that labs are doing out there. I love it. it. Really yeah. Is. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's too bad that you have to hit regulation to get it done, but yeah. I guess I understand it's that. It's always yeah. that way, fortunately. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, just community spirit was great. Just obviously we all follow social media and just seeing people talking about how they're trying to help others and yeah. stuff like that. You know, that's, try to find the silver lining in these kind of situations and our community is really stepping up and, in, in, you know, a lot of ways, big ways, small ways. And um, so it's just good to see that. Does the NADL have a bead on how many labs are actually closed right now because of this? Yeah, it's, it's anecdotal, you know, and, and when you say closed, I mean, I'm assuming Elvis, you're talking about kind of like temporary closure. Well, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping no one's closed for good yet. Yeah. No, I mean, I, Not, I, mean, I don't even want to use the word yet, but yeah. I hope no yeah. one's closed for good. Yeah. I do know that work is down and I'm wondering how many are working with the skeleton crew compared yeah. to shutting doors until we get through this. Yeah. I, I think each day and each week that goes by, that number is increasing. I don't want to mention names because, you know, just for obvious reasons, but I mean, just talking to some of the manufacturers over the last week, you know, the telltale sign is what they're used to shipping out and what their shipments have gone down to Sure, really tells the story. So I I think quite frankly, Elvis, to your point, I, I mean, I think certainly outside of owners or managers, or like you said, a skeleton crew, if they're, you know, maybe printing PPE equipment, I'd say certainly by the end of last week, you know, April 3rd, if you will, it seems to be most labs are pretty much, 
like you said, you know, very small workforce, whether they've done furloughs or in some cases layoffs based on their, you know, their own specific business environment. Most everybody is certainly at a, a very skeleton crew, yeah. you know, whether it's both economic based and as well as work based. Yeah. So I I think in talking to the manufacturers, that's our biggest telling sign because that's the window for us to see like how much work is actually being done from a traditional sense. Mm -hmm. And it's basically kind of went off a cliff by the end of last week that most of the big manufacturers, big and small, their orders, as you would expect, we're all in the supply chain together. Mm -hmm. Their daily shipments are probably in some cases 90% down compared to a normal day. That tells us kind of the answer to your question, Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. It's the spider web of activity. Everybody we know, everybody that sponsors us, all the people that have been just, you know, implants, you name it, implants, porcelain, zirconia, everything's just gone. We're down. I should say down. I will be positive. We actually are getting, uh, it's funny. It's not funny, but it's surprising. Night Dental did a furlough and we definitely reduced and we have a skeleton crew and we're seeing the DSOs that are still um, scanning patients. Um, We got 50 scans in amazingly on Friday. Wow. I'm stunned by it from all over the country. So I'm just not sure, you know, I'm staying optimistic only because I can right now, but it's kind of surprising, you know, even with the ADA recommendations and all of the governors and everything saying shut down and only emergencies. And we have quite a few clients uh, still prepping. Just something positive to say, actually. Yeah, the ADA just a couple of days ago increased their recommendation for emergency only patients. Yep. Till, uh, I think May. I saw May yeah, 5th May or 1st. around May. Yeah, that's really the uh, the tell sign of our industry right yep. there. Right now, anyways. So let's see. What about labs doing PPEs? The N95 is a class two device just from an FDA standpoint. Swabs are a class one device. You know, on our Wednesday webinar, we'll kind of cover the different elements of consideration for different types of devices based on their classification. You know, certainly just in an overall sense, again, this is not necessarily news that people haven't seen, but definitely an expectation that Congress will probably have another phase of economic relief for small businesses that will come forward towards the end of April, early May. Yeah. You know, what those programs look like, if there'll be an expansion of funding for existing programs that they've already put into force or, you know, some new ones, you know, remains to be seen. But I think there's definitely a high predictability that we'll see another phase relative to this. I know several people People have posted questions about business interruption insurance and, you know, whether their policies are going to cover COVID-related, you know, business interruption claims. You know, I think that's a whole other topic in and of itself. You know, if we're able to maybe get a subject matter expert from the insurance market to to do a webinar, we'll try to do that. But I think at this stage, based on what we know, and again, you know, we're an association, so we, we go to associations just like people come to us because we go to the associations in those markets. They're the bellwether for their own sector. And I think conventional wisdom at this stage is most carriers are not going to probably cover claims for this, and mainly just because they weren't funded, if you will, for this level of potential claim activity. I mean, this is not a hurricane. This is not an earthquake. This is not a wildfire, you know, which those are bad in, in and of themselves, but they're usually regionalized. I mean, this is global. Yeah. If they started to do that, basically every insurance carrier in the free world would be bankrupt if, you know, if they did that. I'm not saying we don't want to be able to use that coverage for that purpose. Just talking about the economic reality as 
it's probably pretty unlikely that people are going to be able to, to get claims in that sense. Mm. Well, on behalf of Elvis and I, I think it's amazing that we keep having you on the podcast so we can spread as much information as possible and get it out to as many people as possible. So, you know, I appreciate your time. I know it's been a rough couple of weeks, actually probably two months, but it's just getting yeah. harder and harder, but we're going to come out of it and we're going to be more and we're going to be harder and greater and stronger. Yeah. I was going to say, we're going to have to stop meeting like this, but yeah. I think we'll probably be doing it for a few weeks more. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. We appreciate you. Thank you, Bennett. Thank yeah. you both Elvis and Barr. Appreciate it. And uh, best to you and your families. Thank you. And thank you to you and your team. Thank you so much. Quite yep. welcome. We're glad, glad to do it. All right. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again, Bennett and the NADL for all that you guys do and all the information that you're getting out there to help us get through this. Remember, everybody, check out this episode's show notes for a link discussed and to like the NADL Facebook page for up-to-date information. So Elvis and I would like to take everybody back to a time when we could all gather together in a room without fear, maybe a little fireball, not worry about somebody coughing. Back in January, when Elvis and I had the opportunity, again, thanks to Kettenbach, to go to Scottsdale, Arizona, and record at the Voices of Dentistry Summit. While there, we met awesome, cool dental assistant that just happened to be recording her podcast right next to ours. Rhonda Holman, we end up interviewing each other as we talk about how important the relationship is between the dental lab and the dental assistant. Then we ran into Danny Vesmar from Dentsply Serona, who has been with the company long before Serona. He is now the new marketing director in the laboratory division and sits down with us to talk about his view of our industry and what they are doing to work with labs. It's funny, you know, Elvis, when we did all of this, it was way before or a little bit before the coronavirus and to think about what's going on and what was back then, you know, it almost seems like old information and I'm not saying that negatively, but it's like, maybe we should call these guys and ask them what they're doing now. I know. (laughs) Just saying. It's odd. So yay, join us with Rhonda and Danny. Enjoy. Barb, I got a call from a doctor who's looking for a new lab. What? That's awesome. Did they start to send you work yet? Yeah, but unfortunately her impressions are terrible. Miss margins, distortions all over. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Well, she's probably looking for a new lab because the last lab stopped taking her impressions. You know, bad dentists, they go from lab to lab to lab. Yeah, that's probably what she's doing. But you know, I just got this account. I don't want to lose it. When I talked to her, I asked what impression material she was using, and it was some brand I've never heard of. Yeah, there's a lot of crappy impressions out there. I don't understand why offices use cheaper materials to save money up front, but in the end, it ends up costing them twice as much, and with all the remakes for us and for them that they end up doing. And, you know, we gotta eat the remake costs. Yeah, that's so true. I really wish I could find an impression company I could rely on for help, and the doctors can get the help they need for us to get the records we need. So there you have it. Check out Kettenbach, this German-manufactured impression materials taking the U.S. by storm. Not only do they use top-notch patented technology, but they have a dedicated customer service team that will work your accounts, which is amazing. Interesting. So do I just call the doctor and tell her to switch? 
you know, what if she doesn't want to? Well, you know how doctors are. Most of them are pretty open and say, hey, if I can do better, please let me know. So if I was you, I would tell her to call Kettenbach Direct, give her the number of 877-532-2123. They've actually got a $99 starter kit. They will put her in touch with a local rep. And they also have a lot of materials that labs use every day, like the Panacell Lab Putty Hard and Lab Putty Soft. They've got soft reline, they've got bite registration material. And when a lab orders, you guys listen up, 25% off your first order. All you have to do is mention the code Dental Lab Podcast 25. Plus, they sell direct, so there are even more savings. Whoa, wait a minute. I've heard about that lab putty. We use it here in our lab. I didn't even realize it was made by Kettenbach. That is amazing lab putty that our technicians love. I'm going to check out kettenbach-dental.us right now and then call my new doctor. So just hearing Elvis say it's an amazing lab putty, there you go. There's a super awesome recommendation. So call him. Thanks for your support of the podcast, Kettenbach. Thank you. Voices from the Bench. The interview. We could drink it at 11 a.m. and nobody will yell at us because everybody else is. <laughs> Tastes like cough syrup. It does. It it's is good. cough syrup. Oh, well. It's not it's cough perfect. syrup. Awesome. Okay, so. You can continue to line up. Uh-oh. Oh. That oh. hasn't happened at all, but um. Sh- oh, it's uh. me. <gasps> oh. I'm a magician. Look. It is, actually. Maybe it's the metal. Yeah, it went away. Or not. Oh, you know could have been a coincidence. That buzz has happened at almost every event except for this one oh. until you sat down. Wow, you must be special. Ah, You've I got get that special a lot. energy. You're, you're recording? Like, Go my husband recording. says, I'm funny, funny looking, ha ha. Oh. <laughs> I'd be like, f*** you. <laughs> my so wife funny. says, you're special. Like, you need to wear a helmet special. <laughs> yeah. I didn't specify what kind of special. <laughs> But I'm okay with being different. I've but she's setting up our voices from the bench buttons in rows, which is amazing. So obviously you are uh, one track mind and obsessive compulsive. Yeah, and we, we talked about the fact that we all are a little bit. Us podcasters bit. have a little bit of that going on. So let's introduce her, shall we? Oh, there's somebody here. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm part of the team, guys. You didn't even notice I was new. Fellow podcaster. And dental assistant. And oh, next door neighbor. Nice. I'm podcasting. Yeah, she's right, next door. she's right next to us, so we had a lot to live up and to. And she and I are both doing a shot of Fireball just for honesty's yeah. sake. So yeah. It's fine. It's Truth 8 p.m. Serum. at night right now. <laughs> Not so much. But it all depends. <laughs> well, my husband says you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> Right? I Everybody like your husband. Goals. Yeah. He's cool. It's <laughs> good here philosophy. This weekend, right? Yeah, we made it a getaway weekend. Oh, good for so you guys. Kids stayed with grandma and grandpa. We came down to Arizona. I get to do what I love during the day and get to hang out with who I love at night. And you he gets to go to the else? pool and hang PF out. PF Chang's, man. Good for you. We live All in right. Montana where we don't have any. And so, like, it's actually a destination place for me. Because, like, they're Asian ribs. <gasps> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rhonda Holman. Yeah, so you have a podcast. Tell I us do. about your podcast. So I'm a 20-year dental assistant, and I want to leave Amazing a when you're, like, 28. Right? And Aww, Botox does so amazing sweet. things, right? <laughs> you, do, you do get that benefit working in an office, I know, right? right? Yeah. It does help. But, no, I, 20 years in, and I, I was tired of running into dental assistants. I said, I don't 
like what I do. Hmm. I, it's just a job. Like, why do you think about work when you're not at work? And I'm like, well, there, that can't be an accident. Like, there's a system that is, there's sure. a series of events that created my passion. And so my goal, and Jules, she's my co-host on Wednesday, our goal is to share our passion. What made us care this much about being a dental assistant and developing our skills and then just sharing that with the world? Love it. What's the name of it? D.A. Rockstar's podcast. I like the Rockstar. How'd you come up with that? Okay. (laughs) I listened to a song because, like, it gives you the intro songs, like, when you first join Anchor. And I was like, oh, I was like, I need a a song that's kind of catchy. I was like, and then I heard it was, like, the Bratz movie. I've never seen the movie, but it was one of their soundtracks. And it said, baby, I'm a Rockstar. (laughs) Rockstar. I was like, that's the one. And so I named the podcast after the song. Nice. Love it. Nice. When did you start? Uh, So we'll be two two in June. Same here. Oh, we share birthdays. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, So we've done really, I mean, it's it's still a little tricky because not a lot of dental assistants know we're here. Um, So I I think. Tell us about it. You don't even know we exist. But we're trying to hopefully get the dentist to say, hey, I want my assistant to be like you. I'm like, okay, we'll direct them to the podcast and we'll surround them with all these other rock stars that are doing exactly what we're doing and feel the same way. And it will rub off on them. Sure. So who do you interview? How do you find your interviews? So I try to highlight people in the industry, like dental assistants that have companies, like uh, if they're going out of their way, they have a YouTube channel. I interview the consultants that are actually out there doing the soft skill mm-hmm. work with the assistants. Nice. And we just, you know, people just come to us. We get really lucky. Yeah. You That's know, how we have they, been, They're huh? ready for a platform to show their voice. To be positive. Yeah. yeah. It's Sounds not like a that's bitch what you're going fest. for. It's literally like, if I like my job, you can like your job too. Yeah. Let's find the people. And that here's like how. Job. Yeah. <laughs> well, Barb and I both come from an industry where we're also passionate about what we do, and a lot of times we spend a lot of time outside of our work hours talking about, oh, yeah. thinking yeah. about, thinking about work when about. you're not at work. Exactly. Waking up in the middle of the night thinking about that thing that should not be keeping you up in the middle of the night. Yeah. A lot of us do that. But also, we also understand as laboratories that we deal a lot with assistance. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That can get us more, in the door. More so than yeah. we spend talking to dentists. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, we're the ones handling all the cases. Exactly. You're the ones that say yay or nay, go mm-hmm. to this lab because I like this sales rep, oh. go to this lab because I don't like them, yeah. leave that one I, I, I don't like them. I quit a lab once because the guy was apparently doing it out of his house and he was a giant smoker. And so instead of boom, like bubble wrap in my lab cases, he would put like the, the memory foam. Yeah. Like, and it smelled the, like smoke. Oh, man. Uh, I'd open up. I'm like, we can't do it. I'm sorry. I love your work. Because it was it. PFM days. I'm like, dude, you do great. Margins and everything look amazing. But Seat's it, perfect. I can't handle the smell. Like a strip club. And the a whole office. How would you know what like strip clubs smell <laughs> like? I know, right? What's that glitter <laughs> on your face? <laughs> yeah. Anybody have a dollar I could borrow? <laughs> That's funny. You say that. We used to get work. Do from not this. edit that out. <laughs> we just to, saying. We used to get work from this really old dentist, and every time I opened up his box, it just reeked of cigarettes. Yeah. And I just imagine this old man guy just like, smoking, that's gross. Yep. Just writing up the that's script. That's exactly what they do. Yeah, it's gross. It's so bad. So uh, we do have a choice. Like my dentist would have never known that that was a problem if it wasn't for me pointing it yeah. out. Yeah, sure. I always have said. The way into the heart of the dentist is the assistant or the front office manager or somebody that can yeah. kind of, you can get to relate to and oh, they yeah. like you or, and they're like, Hey, I don't like them. I like yeah. them. And well, a lot of us are like, relationship driven. Yes. Too. Like we're still lucky enough in the industry 
to pick and choose what mm -hmm. we do and don't like. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's a relationship business still. You know, look, with, with labs, though, what is that like for you guys? Like, I see all these big labs that come in and bring their, you know, ship it around the world. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I have no personal relationship with the lab techs. Is that something that you guys are fighting as an industry? We're a really large lab at night, but we have a team of five people that only build relationships and talk to the doctors. They're yeah. their technical managers, so they are on the phone all the time, communicating, addressing issues. So I just think you, you have to figure out what niche you're in, and you build it from there. A lot of the labs, they don't have that. Like, they don't have, you know, people that can get on the phone and talk technical and talk relationships. But we do still. I don't know about you, Elvis. Well, but. yeah, I mean, in comparison, Barb's got a lab that's got over 100 employees. Huge lab down right. in Florida. Mine, we're still around 30 to 40 employees. So that's we, pretty big. It's saying. big. It's big, but it's, it's different on how we handle relationships. You know, I'm still the guy that's going to go into the office, bring lunch. Really? You're the face of the business. I am a lot of it. And he's a good schmoozer. Yeah. He's a super good <laughs> I know. I liked him before I met him. I know. That's why I he invented like, the podcast. <laughs> Full of BS. That's what I do. Oh. But, you know, we, a lab has to have that relationship. Because you can get the same crown from her, from me, what makes yes, it special. and 7,000 other labs. Yep. Do people pick or choose your labs based on the, the products that you have? Like, do you kind of, do you make everything or do you have certain things that you make more of? Like, I think we're both full service. Yeah, we're yeah. full service. So, so that takes that one hurdle off the table. The first thing is going to always be price. price. Unfortunately, thing. it's price. We yeah. service so a lot of DSOs. So dentists want the cheapest stuff? Most or do they like. want a package deal? What do they want? They want the lowest price the that lowest you can price. offer. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. It really does. So quality is not a priority. Well, not you know what's right funny? The they want it cheap, but they want it perfect, well, and they want the relationship. What is that thing? You can, so you they can want only it all. have it cheap and fast or yeah, fast and no good. Yes, yeah. I've heard that as well. That's funny you brought that but up. But it's true. Because but they want all three. Yeah. And they don't care. So okay. it's tough. And But here's the, at the end of the day, they're relying on this material that you guys are fabricating to last their patients so that their patients say, hey, that's my dentist. They did a rock star root canal and a crown on this tooth. It hasn't bothered me a bit. Yep. Like it's mm -hmm. perfect. It's like God made it and put it in my mouth. You know, like, and that's what I tell my patients. I'm like, my goal is to make it look like it grew there. Yeah. Same here. And having a good lab is instrumental in that. Yep. Well, I always say that we get a lot of clients when other labs screw up. Yeah, you know, yeah. Give you a call inconsistency, be like, number one. Uh, they keep messing the date. The last four haven't fit. Yep. So we that get That denture went around the world twice before it came to my office. Yeah, but. <laughs> literally. But <laughs> yeah. we lose offices because another lab came in and offered it a dollar less. So the relationship's gone. It's yep. not. It's, it's only You're just balance. a service. At the end of the day, you're just a service that is something I have to have. Yep. And they think of it as like, you know, negotiating a lease to the space that they're renting out. Yeah. We have to provide something Sad. better. Yeah. So what do you look for when, as an assistant? Um, actually, ease right now is really important to me. Um, make it easy for me to send a case to you, and I will love you forever. Mm. Uh, because I am in a rural area, so we don't have that option to develop relationships much. Do you do, like, online Rx? Uh, we do. do, we, do we do digital. So okay. we do have a couple of labs that we work with for certain appliances. Mm -hmm. Here's what happened. So we had a, a lab tech in our office, 
And then he moved out of our office, but he was still in the area. And then yep. he left us completely. Wow. <laughs> but th- you're a guy. Like, that, that was our relationship. That had to be perfect, though. Oh, it was perfect. Oh, like, shade matching. Oh, having somebody inside. Oh, man. Here, come work on number eight. Like, yep. he would literally just come out just of his come office. Right to the office. Yeah. That would be perfect. That's and my so ideal, actually. I, I worked with a, a, a practice in Boise, Idaho. And we were in the same complex as our lab. And so I would have a patient. I would place the crown and say it's like a central tooth. Mm-hmm. We would walk down the parking lot nice. to the lab tech. He would sh- double check before we glued him in. Yep. Like it was such a team-driven everyone? procedure. Wow. No, the aesthetic cases. Aesthetic okay, cases. Sure. Yeah, yeah, not not everyone. Makes sense. Yeah. And and he would literally, I would just sit there with my patient while he painted wow. porcelain on. Wow, that's cool. It was like the most magical thing of, of blending the two businesses. Like the loyalty was there, like the quality of work. You didn't have a Care. chance to hide. Yeah. Yep. And cost meant nothing because it's of the convenience. It's becoming a trend. For I do it a lot. I actually go in and, and do um, cases. It go in and sense. do live patient. If I yeah. have like a six unit or a ten unit case, I'll go in, make sure everything seats. If I have to tweak a contact or shade it or do anything. Um, I love that. Yeah. Because I meet the patient and it's, I see yes, that whole emotional. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love it. And it makes you a better technician. Makes me a better it really technician does, and it you drives feel my passion. what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And a majority of the time we're making everything off of a stone model. Oh, yeah, yeah. that doesn't yeah. flex. No idea. Yeah. No idea. You're so making something, you're replacing, you know, uh, putting a man made part. I tell people all the time, like, we're making body parts here, by the Big way. They don't realize that. Yeah. Yep. We're making body parts. Customized and it's got to be right. Parts. You know, it's like putting a faulty hip in somebody just because, you know, it was the cheapest hip. The first thing you see is a person's smile. Mm-hmm. I saw that when they put it up on the um, screen where they're missing an eyebrow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tooth. Or a tooth. <laughs> a and one. the first thing, you, you have no idea it's about the eyebrow. You're only looking at that tooth. And it's like, what's yep. wrong with this picture? And it's like, they don't have any teeth, but their eyebrow's missing. And yeah. you just write, right by it. I didn't come up with that. <laughs> I know. That would be, but somebody was stole it by now, so yeah, they never know matter. where but it's originated true. from. That's how important the smile is. And that's that's yeah. where the emotional connection oh, comes in, and it's so huge. I had I had an airway disorder growing up, so I had very crooked teeth. And the minute I got out of braces, I couldn't stop smiling. Aww. Mm. Because I spent so much of my life trying to hide it, the minute I could show it off, like, I literally don't know You're how like, to not smile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, stupid. Like Watch I'm, me now. It's been 40 years, Rhonda. <laughs> Come on. Um, but I do. It, it made a huge difference. Totally changed my personality. Aww, I was never an extrovert great. like this. Good for you. But getting a pretty smile and not being ashamed of it resets people. It yeah. does. It gives why us we do what we a do, lot my of self-confidence. Yeah. So Elvis was telling me you wanted to become a denturist. Ah, okay. So I Is thought about correct? it. I was going to get a BMW <laughs> van in Montana, mm. and I was going to set up a lab where I would go to remote areas that are you know lacking in services. And put an ad in the paper and say, hey, you know, the Denturist bus is here. I'll be at the parking lot of Food Lion from Monday to Friday. They come in, get their impressions. I make wow. the fabricate the, the dentures. Because you partials. already know how to set teeth yeah. and process yeah. and all Which of that. Which is amazing. As a, as a dental assistant, that's, that's an extended huge. duty. Yeah. yeah. My doctor, I know it's funny because I was telling Elvis this. I'm like, my doctor, you know, in, in dental school, they teach you a little bit, right? They make you do a denture. They make you do a partial. And so I said, well, teach me what they taught you in dental school. So we sat in the lab for a day, and she taught me that. And then I went and took those tools as a base, yeah. and I went online, and I watched every video I could find of, like, setting teeth in wax That's awesome. and how to process acrylic. So you were self-taught? Self-taught. Wow. Well, I mean, my doctor gave That's me the awesome. fundamentals, but any dental assistant can do it. I mean, it's such a great service, especially when I have patients that, you know, really, number nine, trauma, right? Tooth's out. 
put an implant in, but we can't load it. We can't put anything on it. I can make him a flipper, and they're yeah. out of there in the same day. That's awesome. It's just a, it's and above and beyond smile. service. Yeah. yeah. That's probably one of the most rewarding things is giving people teeth. Like for a dental yeah. assistant, because we don't get the same feeling as a dentist does when they do aesthetic cases with yeah. crowns. But that's the fi- I get that feeling that they get when they deliver crowns when I deliver a flipper or partial. That's, and that's cool. so cool. And it's funny because I, I know I learned the hard way, though. So <laughs> a funny story. This patient asked me, she's like, I want my diastema back. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm making the, but this is before I knew the fundamentals of like denture and how yeah. the teeth are actually supporting the denture. And I was like, oh, I can do that. I can make a diastema. So I set the teeth in wax. I, I get her immediate denture. Sure enough, there's the diastema. Within like of two months, she comes back in. Oh, my denture broke. I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, guess where it broke? Right between right, eight yeah, and nine. Yeah, yep. where, yeah, so there's like fundamental things that I didn't, you know, you don't think about until the real world experiences, yep. but it's changed because I, I love it. Like I take teeth home and set them home in wax and like, and I tell people, I'm like, you don't have to send this out of the office. Like use me for these immediates. Like I will never pretend to know I know anything outside my pay grade, but I can at least get immediate stuff done. That's awesome. Wow. I love that. You're very marketable in the laboratory oh, yeah. business. Well, I think every dental Where assistant do you live? should be like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> every dental assistant. I mean, we, we get all the fundamentals, right? Morphology and anatomy. And we're in there every day. We know the placement of the canines. So, like, it's just, just taking the time to develop that passion for it's it. It's big in our industry to hire Dental, dental assistants that yes, don't that get totally. they don't want to be chairside anymore. They don't want to be mm-hmm. chairside. They want to be yeah. technical. We they want to talk on the phone. We have three or yeah. four in our lab where they come in. They're like, I'm just tired of the BS that happens in the office. I'm tired of patients. I'm tired. I just want to come. Stress. Give me five cases. Give me two days. And and yeah. I believe they're underpaid. Oh, big time. Yeah. You've got the hygienist with all of the marketing, and then you have the dental assistant that does everything yeah. and you guys don't make as much money. I know that for a fact. Right. Huh? So, so I'm glad you're bringing a voice. We're, we're trying to figure out what is your value? What's mm-hmm. your worth? And so many people, like I have a bracelet, you guys can't see it cause you're hearing me, but it says you are not just a dental assistant. Exactly. And so I was just talking to Dr. Brady and I said, what makes a rock star dental assistant? And I said, it's the person that comes up to you and says, I need another job. What other jobs do you have to offer? Hmm. You hired me to be your dental assistant. But I want another job. And so this opens up the possibility of making more income. Yeah. Right? So I want you to hire me to do your lab work. I want you to hire me to do your marketing. I want you to hire me to run your social media. Like these are all All extra jobs you can ask from your boss who would rather hire somebody in the house. Sure. Just like we're talking about relationships with labs Mm -hmm. and that's why they get that lifelong commitment. Interesting. But dental assistants, they're still not at the place where we're getting there. You know, yeah. you're not just something like you you're an investment. There because like your you career. guys are so amazing. Yeah. And you're there doing pretty much everything for the doctor. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says, but oh, you're yeah. the one that's assisting and making it happen and doing the bonding and getting everything ready and calming the patient down. The doctor rolls in and, you know, gets all the credit. Yeah. So if we're trained right, I mean, we are yep. the nucleus is what I like. I to say. like that, too. That's the great. Nucleus. That's but great. it's true because, but you know, I just, I have an affinity for lab work. Like it's my happy place. And that's why Elvis is like, oh, you should, you should look into denturism. Is it denturism? denturism. Yeah. Denturism. Um, because we can't have it in Montana. And I did look into it, but I would have to go to school in another state and then come back for the year to be shadowed. And hmm. it's just with small kids. It's, it's, a, it's not. a journey. Yeah. We've learned a lot about it. And it's, it's a journey. It's but I mean, with new technology and 
I, I don't even, I mean, with 3D molds and, and all this, everything that's printed out now, like, yeah. how does that work? Like, as a dental assistant, I just, I'm hungry to know, where do you guys see the technology taking the dental lab? I definitely think we're going to be printing dentures. If we're I not already, it's going to just keep evolving, and everybody's going to be printing dentures. I think everything in 10 years, I think yep. our whole industry is going to be additive yep. manufacturing, which means everything will be printed. Everything's going to come in via scan, and we're going to design the models. We're going to print the models. We're going to design the case, mill the case. You're still going to need technicians, of course, because oh, yeah. we always will, stain and glaze, seat and finish, and all of that, but... I really think that the oral scanning is going to, intraoral scanning is going to yeah, take so that's over. One more thing that's going to take the relationship component out of the business decision when you're partnering with the lab, mm. right? Because yeah, then it there's anywhere. no face. You can send it anywhere. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you send me that crown scan next week, because you're going to, right? <laughs> you don't need to have that close relationship. Yeah. There are no, there's no need to have that lab down the street. Yeah, but what if you send a bad scan? You're going to need somebody on the other end of the phone to help you tell you that, you know, your tissue's overlapping the margin. How can we train you to scan better? You know, this is what we need for room. I, I really believe that even though scanning's taking over the world, they're still not trained adequately to always send you a best scan every single time, 100% of the oh, time. No. And they're going to need us to be able to mentor them. I think the laboratory is going to take the training side because the companies don't have enough trainers that yeah. we are going to be the ones to go out and train our clients and make them better and help them with their scanning, just like we did with impressions mm -hmm. when we told them they were distorted or we couldn't read the margin or there wasn't enough room. So I think it's just going to going to change but it's going to change dynamically where they're just going to do it differently but we're still going to have to train them and and talk to them about their techniques and their margins and just because they think it's a good margin doesn't mean it's going to be a good margin no, yeah <laughs> which is a no-brainer in my mind because they can see it on the screen but they still probably 20 percent of our scans we have to uh, engage with the client and tell them they have to redo it so yeah and what and can you do that in real time um like, that's what that we're look? that's what we're trying to do is that they can actually Send us the scan, and we have somebody on the monitor that's looking at the scan at the same time the patient's still in the chair so that they, it's a yes or a no. Mm -hmm. That is actually a thing. Whether it's one of the larger companies, like Itero doing it, or whether it's the lab doing it, I think that's where we're going to have to be. Yeah, you have to because you're not going to want to temporize them, get them back, yeah. go there, go there. So we've actually added more team members so we can actually look at the scans. It reminds me of like when you go to a website and they have the chat bot. Like yep. you guys would be the chat bot. Like, oh, yes, actually. <laughs> Welcome to your scan. Well How said. May I help you? Yeah. That's exactly it. Mm -hmm. I like that because we are circ. Uh, practice myself and so you know I do all the marginations and the preliminary design and stuff like that so I already had an affinity to the lab work yeah it's different though like it's not as fun as playing with acrylic yeah I get you know? that yeah like I just I feel like I have to rely on the technology more than you know it's funny because I was yes. telling somebody like before I had loops or had a microscope available I would run my finger across the acrylic to see if there was a scratch and then take my follow shirt you know like because I you couldn't can't see, see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know so I'm like using my fingernail to feel we for talked any about that yesterday I can't see anything I have like four pairs of loops Actually, yeah. five, but yeah, they're all over the lab. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> and that's embarrassing. So, there's true. a rule saying that you can't take a final impression. It has to yes. be the doctor. Does that change with the scan? Can you take the final scan? I you don't, know? don't know if but it's charted waters, honestly. I don't yeah. know who would know the difference. I take the final scan. You do? 
but you're not allowed to take a final impression. Huh. It's interesting. We'd have to dig into that. That's a I great point. Hopefully, we didn't get you in trouble just now. No, I know. But that's true. Anybody can do My a final scan. My name is Rhonda scan. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, actually, it's it's uh, Jane Smith. Jane Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's funny because my maiden uh, name was Smith, so that wouldn't work. So no, no, I just you. I really don't know what that yeah. regulation. I bet it's one of those gray zones right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I work with a lot of stuff that isn't regulated yet. You know, like myofunctional therapy, mm-hmm. retraining posture of the tongue and the lips, and retraining and posture of the yes, tongue. Yes, so many people live their whole life with their tongue on the bottom of their mouth when it's supposed to be flat on the. I top. was just thinking, mine's on the top of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, now I'm consciously thinking about it, and Crazy. I want to put it where it should be. And yeah. what does that do? So the the bottom of your nose is the top of your mouth, right? Mm. I mean, it's very delicate bone up there. That pressure is actually, I mean, not only does it create suction so that when you fall asleep, your tongue stays in that position, and it kind of rolls into, like, sleep apnea and how we're seeing obstructed airways, but the tongue is always supposed to live plastered to the roof of the mouth. So my job in the practice is to help these kids learn these habits so that they can develop their face because you actually need the tongue to push up there, and you need the lips to be closed so that every comes in alignment. Wow, I've never heard that. How do you get a kid to do that? It's therapy. So I give them exercises. We train the muscles really? with posture. And then, uh, yeah, once the tongue is nice, it's, it's such an underrated muscle. Love it's that. It's the only one in your whole body that's only connected at one end. Like, it's the coolest one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But we also don't realize what a critical role it plays in developing the face and the skull. Wow. Never so would have thought of that. if these kids grow up with an airway disorder, say their tongue is on the bottom of their mouth, and they're not getting this facial development, they will always have a small airway. So Interesting. See, we learn another thing. Yes. Yeah, I literally it's called have never heard that. I love therapy. that. Myofunctional therapy. You are like a super check that expanded out. dental. So, yeah. <laughs> big time. I, uh, I'm addicted to education, I think is what it comes down to. Nerd. And I'm, adi- I'm a nerd. And I'm addicted <laughs> to how I can teach others to want to learn. To be better. You know, that. like nobody says you have to do this, but you should want to do this. And if you don't want to do it, then let me help you. <laughs> Sounds like uh, you should start a pot. Oh, wait, you did. Oh, <laughs> what a great idea. <laughs> let me drink some Fireball. Maybe I'll go do that. Mine's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gone, by the way. She's drinking the last bit Yeah, your fourth one is gone. My second. <laughs> <laughs> My second. But we could go to four. Just depends. This is our it last is day. It is afternoon. What a, a great interview. I loved meeting you and talking well, to I you. Love me- okay, wait. It's one amazing. quick question. Yeah. Statistic-wise, how many people are ordering gold full coverage crowns still? You said yesterday you still I, had a fair we amount. We still have I a don't. fair amount. Maybe now, one, two a week. I bet you we do anywhere from four to eight a day. Not wow. me. But we're also in Indiana. So, like, every trend in every industry, it starts on the coast. And, and it then comes it goes in. like this. Right. Yeah. And we still have a lot of clients, doctors that are that are old. old that I don't are mean that negatively, but the older ones are still nearing retirement, it. or as we see more past retirement age, but still practicing. Yeah, <laughs> you're like and really. Yes, uh, but you know what? I guess I can make it. Crown and that's off of still this the gold standard. No pun intended. I love <laughs> yeah. full cast crowns. Well, because you can have really shitty margins yes. and get a really amazing Barnish gold crown. And it's never going to chip break. Yep. Or ruin I only your have opposing. gold in my mouth. Really? Mm-hmm. I have my dad's fan. fond of gold. I have yep. two full cast posterior crowns. Yeah, Love and them. it's just, you know, because they're so biocompatible mm-hmm. and the way they conduct hot and cold. I love the way they feel, but it is a lost art. Like, in my practice, I haven't ordered a gold crown in five years. No. 
At least. I yeah. show up to offices and talk about them. They're all like, eh. I'm like, it's Not so everybody perfect. is aesthetically driven. Like, there are no. some practical patients that said, give me the material back there that is proven yep. track record yep. to last the longest. Yeah, I mean, zirconia is still only, what, 10 years old? Not even, yeah, just So, about. I mean, gold's 50, 60, 70, 80, so that's and the for nice sure. Thing is, I would is agree. We don't cast them. We mill, mill them. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? So, Tell me this. This so, is new yeah. to me. Yeah. I mean, on is He's obviously. going to go a plug of Argon again, right? Well, that's uh, where you set yeah. them. <laughs> it is from Argon. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's a machine that no lab, very few labs could probably afford. So we outsource it. We still design it, and then we send it out, and it's milled out of a solid block of gold. Yeah. So if you remember full cast crowns, when you used to yeah, get them, the they're all ground on the yeah. inside. They almost look burnt. These things are beautiful. I mean, they're so clean. The margins are perfect. And what's nice is because it's so controlled, they're lighter. No waste. Yeah. Yeah, they're lighter. So it's less expensive than traditionally cast because that's a lost method where you would lose metal during the process. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, they're beautiful. But nobody wants them. <laughs> I'd love, I love, I wish everybody gold. had that on the second molder. Yeah. Yeah. I'd pick that over zirconia, but I'm not a dentist, so. Plus, yeah. when you die, it's something you can leave for your kids. I know. It has value. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> come on, kids. Come wow. again. Wow. I never would have thought of that, but if you're you right. If you bury me with my gold, we're going to have a problem. With my will comes a pair of pliers. Wow. <laughs> yes. Take <laughs> those suckers out yeah. and trade them in. Now there's nothing <laughs> for anybody. All <laughs> the zirconia ain't worth nothing. And I'm drinking Fireball and not him. <laughs> He's coming up with this crazy stuff. So, Wow. I never would have thought of that, though. You're right. It's probably worth a grand or two. It's something you can leave behind. Yep. Even when yep. you've, like, gambled away your oh, entire God. inheritance. Yep. <laughs> I told Good you to I was know. worth something. By golly. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my two teeth. How many gold crowns or gold teeth do you do in dentures? Anterior. Ooh, I've had maybe three cases over Not my me. 20 years. Yeah. We, we probably do a dozen a year. Come on. Yep. We have the little Jeez. catalog that has like the yep. you know the cross the or the star or the bird, the Playboy bunny, the, the porcelain <laughs> like open no, face. No, it's there. I swear. It is. I saw it too. Yeah, it's yeah. a Playboy bunny in there. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. No, we do. But it all you know, the time. and that could Florida. be regional too, because I have a lot of my Hispanic patients that are like in the Mexico areas, and they love the aesthetic look of mixed. Yeah. The window tooth. We do Windows. a lot of those. I have seen a couple of those. And a majority of them, they're wow. on, get this, surprise, surprise, economy dentures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have to write a check to pay yes. for the difference. And that, yes. Tooth, yes. that tooth will cost more than, than the whole, whole, whole thing. Denture. Yeah. Wow. It's so true. But, you know, everybody's got priorities. Like, people that can't afford gas to go in the car but have faint nails, you oh, know, yeah. they're like, hey. Yes, I want my hands so You ever drive through those neighborhoods where the houses look kind of, but you look in there and they have an 80-inch yes. TV in there? Yes, <laughs> it's priorities. We have and money for the things we want. And yeah. that, that comes right. back, too, to a dentist picking a lap. Yep. What are their priorities? That's so true. Do they want to have continuity with you or they have this established relationship? So if something isn't wrong, they know you're, you're going to make sure you do everything to get it right. Yeah. Or <laughs> are they on the Amazon account and they just want, you know, the cheapest, most convenient one that has a decent amount of stars, like ratings wise. And yeah. that's one I'll pick. It's true. I love it how do you they wrap pick? this up. You're good at this. I know thing. you are. It's like, <laughs> wow, you bring it all together. But do, I mean, do, literally, do they pick it off of, of convenience or off of quality? Ugh. The hardest I'd part like is us quality. getting in there to prove 
the yes. quality. That's yeah. the hardest part. Yeah, because you could, like, spend all day until you're blue in the face sending samples that never come back and nothing ever gets yeah. done with them. True. Yep. Yep. So dental assistants are your way in. Yes. You send me this MP3, and I'll post it on DA Rockstars, and then we'll get that much closer to finding both of you guys. Okay, so your lab is? Night Dental. Night Dental. It's in uh, Oldsmar, Florida. Oldsmar, Florida. In the warm oh. heat of Florida. Yeah. I'm going back to It's like 20 tonight. degrees where I'm at. Oh, yeah? So in Indiana, what part? What is? Illinois. Yeah. Illinois. Oh. <laughs> she always says. That's a running is joke. Is that the only place you know Pisses in Illinois? Yeah. when I say Illinois. It's yeah. like, Indiana, damn it. Indiana. <laughs> it's in a town called Zionsville. The a Zionsville, really? I mean, yeah. come on. That's crazy. But What's keep your going. I'm sorry. Called? It's called Summer. Okay. It's, it's Summer. Per- it's pronounced like the season, but it's spelled S-O-M-E-R. Hmm. I, Ooh. Yeah. We have a Summers, Montana. With an S-O-M-E-R? With an S at the end. Cool. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Right down the road for me. Yeah. It's a small world after all. Well, it's it was funny great meeting how many Now i got to pay royalty for that, thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Write the check to Barbara. <laughs> Mr. Walt Disney just made $40. That's funny. I didn't technically sing the whole <laughs> sentence, though. <laughs> So We're going to go get another shot of Fireball because yeah, they left. Like so it. there's no mm. judgment zone. And there's no one there to I know. What so they won't be watching me on my third trip. Yeah. Awesome. I'm sorry. Rhonda, well, so thank great you, Rhonda. To have you on. It was I awesome. It. Oh, it's so funny because like I've we've been neighbors for two days, and I'm like, oh, at some point we're gonna talk. Yeah. I know, and then we just click. Well, people don't. Bum, they bum. don't know how much they're gonna love me until they meet me. I just gotta get everybody to meet me, and then you'll fall in love with me and want to take me home. <laughs> well, and I buy love me your podcast. <laughs> So what's your podcast one more time? I am D.A. Rockstars with Jules Varney. I recommend all kinds of amazing every things. dental technician to check out that podcast. Absolutely. It's a back, it's a, it's a to it's learn more peeling back behind the layers of us. We yeah, have to I'm understand check it out. who we need to work with. Right. It's and like that's the only way to do it. Yeah. And it's I mean, because we are we got to build relationships. So yep. what are our pain points? And what are your pain points? And let's find the common ground and find solutions. Here, you know, here. It's funny. Well said. I had a doctor. So she's like, I want to do CERIC. And I'm like, oh, you better not. Like, But uh, the only experience I ever had was Omnicam, like mm-hmm. the blue spray. Was it Omnicam? No, it was just a blue spray. Yeah, cam. The, the blue, yeah. And I was like, you don't want to do that. Just keep using the lab. Like, if you're going to do, like, same-day milling, don't do CERIC. It's horrible. The margins are always open. Contacts are never yeah, right. Like, it's rough. Ugh. Well, it's because my only exposure to it was... You know, from the 90s. Yeah, the old ones. And, yeah. it and they weren't great. It has a lot to do with the provider, too. Like, you could do so much with the software, but if you're you're not utilizing it properly, then, you know, it's always going to have a crappy outcome. But when we got it, you know, the technology has advanced so much that, like, I love scanning. I'm not a huge fan of OrthoScan because I don't like wrapping around the canines. But yeah. other than that, I... So you can design crowns and make dentures and partials and flippers. Yes, I just can't bend wire or make cast. Okay. You are the Makes most marketable sense. person for the last Absolutely. Right now. I'm telling you. You're <laughs> who we need to hire. I'm serious. I'll be your, what is it called? The, the middleman? Like Jack of all trades. The amalgam of different things. The glue. There you go. Okay, so if I ever go to be a denturist, I'll come down and let you guys train me for a year in Please Florida. Do. And That'd then I'll come fantastic. say hi to you in Illinois. She's not coming way. to Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> On the connecting flight. 
<laughs> As you go by the snow. Oh. See ya, bitches. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'll come back on my way down. Me and Barb are just going to work We're gonna it We're going to drink I Fireball. Don't yeah. Don't blame you. Awesome. Enjoy ourselves. Thank, Thank you, Rhonda. Appreciate it. That's actually funny. Yeah, that was I a good should have recorded it. I recorded it. That sounded yeah. a little sexual. See if how to explain that one to my boss. You wouldn't be able to. <laughs> That's way too incriminating. So right. Barb and I are here at Voices of Dentistry. Again. And, and again. Dun, dun, dun. And right across, I guess, the hall from us Pretty much. is Dent Supply Serona. That's us. Big name here in, in our industry, even though we're in a clinical conference. And sitting over there, and let me see your name tag again. Danny Vesmar. 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 Very good. Vesmar. Very good. So I met you at Visions. We did, yes. Because uh, you are moving from clinical to the lab. So I'm adding lab adding. to clinical. Nice. Right. right. So, like so your it. plate's not full enough already. No, I was, you know, yeah, a little bored. So we decided <laughs> we'll get into some other things as well. So I'm the marketing director for the restorative business, the preventive business, hygiene, and lab. Great. So how many divisions are in dental supply? Like nine or something? Yeah, I'd there? say yeah, probably nine. If you you know ortho, endo, implant, and then preventive hygiene, preventive slash hygiene, restorative, and then we kind of have a technology, yeah. you know, with extra oral imaging and CAD CAM and all that. So wow, yeah. and labs, one of them. Lab, absolutely. What what percentage? Does lab make up of dent supply? Do you know? Um, I don't know the answer to yeah, that, okay. actually. So it's a, what I'm sure we do a fair amount of business yes, with you, though. Absolutely. Big time. Yeah, absolutely. I, and so I've been with the company for almost 25 years. I started with the restorative business, actually as a chemical compounder, making Dical wow. and IRM and some of these old products. Wow. My, my dad worked for the How company. How fun is that? So you're really? second generation. I'm That's third cool. generation. Oh, give me yeah. five. For dent, yeah, for dent right. supply. Yeah, so That's great. My grandmother worked for the company. So I'm from Milford, Delaware, where yep. the LD Caulk company was and still okay. is. Um, the restorative division, we call that now. So... Um, when I graduated from college, I got the, you know, what are you doing with the rest of your life? Chat with I my got dad. That too. <laughs> he said, Come apply for this job at Calk. You never know what'll happen. So wow. yeah. So my uh, my brother works there now. Actually, he's there. My uncle retired from there. My in-laws wow. retired from there. So yeah. That is really Milford, cool. Milford, Delaware is a, a little town. So and then I moved to Charlotte. Um, after the merger, I moved to Charlotte about two and a half years ago to take on the marketing role for restoratives, and then now that's expanded over the last few so months. So you worked with them before they partnered up with Serona? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I started. It was Densply Caulk is when I started in 95. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, interesting. Oh, so long it's ago. Been fun. 25 So years. my exposure to the lab side of the business was, you know, I went to York for meetings here and there, and I'd go to the TrueBite building and see, you know, see, the, see where the teeth were being made and the teeth cards and all that. Yeah. So but the last few months has been really, really interesting because the, the lab business, I think, is, is a lot more complicated than I yeah. think people appreciate if they're not in it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's yeah. a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a little complicated, yeah. just a tad. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> visions did not scare you. And we're all crazy, no, just no. so you know. I went to Visions, and I still came back. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I did not get scared off. I was surprised everybody behaved pretty good this year at Visions. I think I so, didn't too. I see too much yeah. crazy. Well, there was, was enough UFC meeting. fighters in the lobby, yeah. so I if know. any trouble broke out, that yeah. we, you know. That was, was spectacular, like wasn't bouncers. it? They had the weigh-in there, and they had the fighters there. That was cool. Yeah. So... Here you are, a few months in, into the lab. Yeah. What, what do you ob- think? Well, yeah, what <laughs> observations have you yeah. had? So here's, you know, so Densply Serona, we're really focusing on um, who we are to the dental industry in the United States. So we're, we're really um, focused on defining what our mission is. And, and, and ultimately, 
we want to help build healthy practices, whether that be a dental practice or a lab, mm-hmm. for healthy smiles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dent Supply Serona, we typically, you'd see a lab rep or you'd see a preventive rep or restorative rep. And they're all parts of the company, but we're not really telling the story of who Dent Supply Serona is. Yeah. And, and that's our goal is we want practices to be healthy so that you can help patients have healthy smiles. And two ways we do that. Obviously, products, products and procedures, really focusing on what are the key procedures in a lab or in a dental office that are either the generating the most revenue, where there needs to be more efficiency, and then support, education. You know, we do all kinds of in-lab trainings and marketing summits yep. and things like that for the lab community. So those are the kind of the two pillars. So healthy practices, healthy smiles through procedure and product-based information Mm -hmm. and products and then practice support so you know from education events so so what i've kind of seen from the lab side so far is you know efficiency incredibly important revenues flat or shrinking in many cases so there's it's really important for a lab to have an incredible relationship with the doctor and i think we can i think there's things that we can do to help drive that and build that relationship from a communication standpoint Mm -hmm. because there's lots of options so you know lab you know, again, three months in <laughs> consolidation, like, you know, there was yes. 10,000 labs six or seven years now ago. What, and now, seven, yeah, 7,000 seven. or yeah. less than 7,000. So as but that, more technicians, which but is always interesting, interesting. when you talk yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. So I think efficiency and having the right product solutions and the right support. So things like Lucitone Digital Print, for example, where, you know, you've got this incredibly cool product that high strength and there's efficiency in the workflow, digital design. You know, those seem to be yeah. the things that we're focused yes. on trying to drive, you know. Awesome. How are yeah. you doing that? So products. You say you're driving it. Product solutions, it. for yep. example, with like Lucitone Digital Print, continuing to build out the Circon line, so mm-hmm. more aesthetic zirconia options. And then, of course, the removable business is you're so still. with so Carbon, correct? Carbon for so the. it's on your the material. That yep. Okay. Yep, for the Lucitone so Digital Print. So how is that print. going for you? Good. There's, uh, I think, about close to 200 carbon printers in the U.S. of the. I of have the three. So the ones that the ones that the Lucitone Digital Print works in, yep. I can't remember. I think it's M series. Am I saying it? Is it the yes. M? Mm-hmm. All right, got that right. I yeah. say yes, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not on So Carbon, sure. if you're listening, I'm sorry if I screwed that up. So am I. You are getting a plug though, so yeah. we appreciate yeah. you. So yeah, so there's the expansion of the consumable products that you use in the in the digital printing equipment yeah um, and then of course you know teeth is still a big part of Huge. our business you yeah. know the and Make the portrait and the ipn teeth. the denture teeth yeah. are you know that's something that the, the true bite division you know that's the lab business has been known for for years and years so you know and sometimes that's just you know having the right because there's what, what i learned really quickly was like oh my gosh there's so many skews there's oh, dip- different shapes yeah. and different oh shades God, and yes. different sizes and oh my God, it's, it's pretty intense, overwhelming. But yeah. I will yeah. never so understand. How do we simplify that? <laughs> it is confusing to me. That is not my skill, but Bold, uh, shade, I appreciate it immensely. Angle, yep. Yes. Numbers. Yeah. You look yeah. at a card. I know. And there's any people number are probably of those laughing teeth at me. Completely change the yeah, smile. Yeah. You look at a look card. The there's face. 14 different numbers on it. Yeah. yeah. No and thanks. apparently there's like a logarithm. Each one of those numbers means something. Yeah. I, I have not figured that out yet. <laughs> you know, not figured that out yet. And then so the product solutions. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we have anybody that gets into our in-lab software, for example, and we will have a new version of the in-lab software coming out, So which is going to be really kind of nice for the We just the got business. 19. What do you mean there's 19. a new one? Yeah, well, we're going to have <laughs> some, some cool stuff coming in 20. Yeah. Um, but then there's always training. So, 
there's you know we have advocates that can come to your lab and help help train people we'll have events in charlotte we'll have events that you know just we providing the education that people need to use the things that we have so wow yeah good so it's in charlotte when's that so do you have a Charlotte, facility there that you're we, bringing people in to train? We do. Techs in I, to train? I don't know the date yet. Is but it both labs and clinicians? Or We can do both there. Wow. So the, the academy was, I think, built more for clinicians in mind, but we've stolen one of the milling rooms. And, Smart. you know, we've got the 3D printer installed. We have lab milling units there. We have lab scanners there. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of building out a section where we can do better hands-on you've got to have the right food fume hoods and all that stuff so we're building out a section of the academy where we can do more lab tech training nice yeah, yeah that's cool. where i went for the ds lab marketing summit yep that was oh, that place nice. was beautiful yeah. Yeah, really? it's great beautiful yeah. it's nice yeah, yeah. It's, it was uh I, it's you know the the all when i was in delaware i sat in the building was probably built in the early 50s, and I'd look out my window in the hospital I was born in. It was right across the street, you know. Wicked and, crazy. And now I'm in this super fancy building and parking garages and elevators. Yeah. And it's nice. really, really Beautiful nice. Beautiful golf yeah. course. You've rounded like up. I know, I, know, I know that sounds strange. I'm, 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 I'm saying nice things about an elevator, but if you've yeah. been to Milford, Delaware and seen our facility, you know, we've yeah. been there for a long time. We do awesome things there. We've been there since 1913. The company wow. started in 1877. And it's, you know, the building's so, still there. They still oh, yeah. utilize it. Yeah. Wow, oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So it's this is fancy, you know. I go to work Aww, in this fancy building. It's beautiful, and the, we'll probably I think we had over ten thousand people come through the academy last year for yeah. education of some sort. So we do a really good job of having that facility used frequently for training and education. It's a nice setup. There's local study clubs that come and use oh, it in I the bet. evenings. It's really nice. Yeah, awesome. It's real nice. So you mentioned before we started recording, you're getting prepared for your first LMT lab. I am. Oh, yeah. that's in what, four weeks? Yeah, yeah they're about. The end of February. I've been to Chicago midwinter a lot, but I've never made it over to lab day. So that's wow, going to be. you're going to yeah. love it. Yeah. You're going to be there the whole time? Or? Yeah, I'll be yeah. there most of the time. Yeah, nice. I'll have to pop out to McCormick here and there. Yeah. But yeah, my plan oh, so is to spend a lot of time. Good for yeah. you. So I'll be at Yeah, we love that meeting. I bet oh, you there's the going to be 65, 7,000 people there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to be huge, and it yeah. just keeps growing year and year and year. Yeah, we'll have a lot of fun stuff there. So Mike Dombrowski's my the marketing yeah. communication manager yeah, on our team. Mike. You know yeah. Mike? Yeah, yeah so, so do I. Doing an incredible job, making sure everything's ready for the, for that. We've got, you know, in our room, really good flow. We'll have breakout sessions with education and yeah, it's, I'm excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's a great show. Stuff. And what's nice is a lot of dentists are now going to mm-hmm. it. I mean, y- every you would year think it's that more they would. and more. Yeah. I think last year there was like 500 or yeah. 600 that I saw. And mm. you would think that they would, yeah. you know, want to partner with us and see sure. what we're doing. But after looking at the um, presentations yesterday, they've got a lot of mills. They've mm. got a lot of printers. Mm-hmm. They're doing a lot of things that we're doing. It's a little scary. Yeah. I'm really actually glad that I uh, attended all day yesterday mm. to see exactly what they are doing. Yeah. And they're doing a lot of it Well, themselves. speaking of mills, so you guys just came out with the Prime Yeah, mill. Prime Mill got launched yesterday. Yeah, yes. I thought it was like real recent. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to hear, and this is probably not the greatest thing to say, but I'm happy to hear <laughs> it's only four axis. <laughs> yeah. Because and why are you happy to hear that? Because we have the five axis. <laughs> oh. Labs have five axis. Office okay, labs so they still can have still four. only do those simpler things and they don't have to do yes. implants mm-hmm. and yes. all of the harder things. Yes. Okay, yeah. I see your point. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Was yeah, there it's a, a um, method behind that? I don't know. So okay. I'm a goop and goo consumables guy for the most part. So I'm a little weaker on the technology side of business. I mean, obviously know what these things are and how they work. Sure. But yeah, yeah not, I wasn't involved in the kind of development phase of all of those things. 
Uh, so I'm mm. I'm learning still about the prime mill and all that stuff too. So awesome. well, a lot of technicians are happy to hear that it was only yeah. four yeah. access. It's good to yes, know. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you're selling it directly to clinical doctors through through distributors. Okay. Through distribution. Well, I'm sure yeah. labs yeah. will buy it. Does it do yeah. Yeah. Emacs and zirconia? Yes. Or just really yeah. Emacs, is it wet, zirconia, dry? glass ceramic. Both. I think it's both. both. Yeah. Wow. I think it's both. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we started originally with the first version of that. I, uh, MCXL, yep. I think. Yep. I mean, that's how we got into it, mm-hmm. and we pumped out a lot of Emacs yeah. on it. So, yeah. Wow. yeah, and I think it's um, it's definitely something that I'm learning and trying to understand how, you know, us having some of this chairside milling technology. How does that? How do we make sure that the lab understands that you know this, the intention of this is not that we're you know we're not heading down the path of you know, removing Letting all of that stuff us. from a, yeah. from a yeah. lab, but you know, there's opportunity for all of us. I mean, if you look at chairside milling, you know, it's it's been available for 30 years. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's not like suddenly, you know, labs don't have any business anymore. You know, it's and we've got really good relationships with folks that have really good conversation with their dentist partners who have chairside milling. Absolutely. You're typically not milling everything chairside. Yeah. And more complicated cases, you have a good relationship with your lab still. And and you may want to scan and send it to the lab and let them do the design and mill work. Or, yeah. You know, so it's, it's kind of an interesting symbiotic type relationship. You Absolutely. Know? No, I spend a lot of time going to offices to introduce our lab and to talk about. And when they mention to me, oh, we got a CEREC. I don't get up and leave. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Let me see what we can do to complement yeah. that. Yeah. And get the other units that get, you're not doing. They right. can't. Yeah. I've right. heard multiple people say that 40% they can't do in their mm-hmm. mill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm sure and they don't do any interiors unless they're really into that. They, they probably they only be single really bicuspids, yep. single molars. Lots of molar work. Yep. Yeah, I think the bulk of it is a single unit yep. crown. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, everything ab- Above that, they need us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Still, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I don't know about you, but I'm here to stay. I love this industry. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, we too. welcome you to the community. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and it's been honestly, so that's the other really incredible thing is that, and I this was very evident to me at the NADL meeting at Vision 21 last week. You guys heard my story. I mean, this company literally has been feeding my family for over 40 years. I was six years old when my dad started working for the company. And then, you know, and then of that's course cool. I joined it. And that's the sense that I get from the lab community as well, yeah, is that incredibly f- like collaborative and very family oriented. Like it's a lab Always family. Has been. Yep. And it's, and that's really important to me because I love relationships and I love people and just, you know, like that room last week, there's so many of you sitting in there that you know, I'm using air quotes here, competitors, yep. but you're all working together to Sharing. further what lab is and what lab does. And I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. I, my first exposure, I was in Germany in December at our Hanau facility where we manufactured a lot of the lab materials mm-hmm. and just got plugged in with these really great group of, of lab people that, you know, are advocates for in-lab. And it's just like they adopted me into the family mm-hmm. so quickly. And it's Really, really been that's really why been we're a the great best couple of months. Part of dentistry, <laughs> the labs. I agree. So yeah, I appreciate it. I think and we yeah. want to thank, thank you, for the warm welcome. you and Dent Supply for being huge sponsors of so many yes. things within our industry. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what helps us survive, which sure. help us grow. It's it's a major part. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah, yes. thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. Awesome. Great to thank meet you, you, sir. Yeah, thank you. We Thanks hope for to having see me. you all around a lot. You will. Thank we'll you. We'll see and, you at uh, Lab Day. Yes, you yeah. will. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.
we cannot thank Rhonda and Danny enough for sitting down with us. Now, we all know that a majority of the time when you're talking to a dental office, you're actually talking to a dental assistant. Yep. And a good dental assistant can make all the difference between a good and bad relationship with that office. Yep. So do yourself a favor and check out the DA Rockstar podcast and get a better understanding of them and to help create a better relationship for the ones you know. Because we all know how important that relationship is. And you know, now more than ever, we should jump on her podcast and see how they're handling everything and what they're going through and what their industry looks like right now and how their doctors are handling everything. I think it'd be a pretty interesting chop. Maybe we should uh, give them a shout and see if we can't get an update. What life is like right now for dental assistants and docs. I bet you they sit around waiting for emergency cases, I imagine. I'm wondering, right? Or if they've changed their hours or if they're down to two days a week and we know, you know, they're not doing any hygiene. So I'm just curious, like, uh, what's it look like on that side of the world? Interesting. Just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah, quit thinking. It's the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going for a run. Yeah. I'm going outside. I'm going to go see if I can stay socially distant from... Six foot away from runners and anybody else that I can see. But I got to get outside. I'm going stir crazy. It's about the only thing keeping me sane. Yep. All right, everybody. We appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Stay safe. Bye. See ya. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. I'm a little manic.